0: Welcome to Energizing Life with AKR Fitness. I'm Jace and I am joined, as always, <laughs> Mike. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to think of something different again. Yeah. And am here. Hello. Nice. And hey, we made it. This is this is it. This is a roundup show podcast, season one. It's in the bag. But uh, just give me your thoughts and your feelings on it. How have you found it? What have, we, what have you learned? You learned anything? Just I to,
1: think to. To start with, the nerves were real. Yeah. It's completely out of my comfort zone. But I, f- I think I found my stride with it, started to enjoy it, relax a little bit, and, yeah, every episode felt, felt better. Took that first good. step yeah. in. I think it, it, it felt really good to get our knowledge out to the world as well, um, not just in the arch, which was mm-hmm.
2: nice. Mike, what's your thoughts and feelings on it? Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's a good parallel for us Taking our first steps out of our comfort zone into into something new is kind of a, th- a theme almost. We've we've spoken about it's it's hard to do something new, you know. It's normal <laughs> to feel anxious and uncomfortable, and you don't need to be great to start, and uh, you need to start to be great. And we'll we'll look to improve as podcasters uh, as the seasons go on. So, but no, it's I think it's I think it's been good.
0: I think there, there's 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 been a lot of really good episodes and a lot of really important messages. I think we just summarise these messages. We'll go through them a little bit, one by one, what we took or what the listeners could take from each episode. Uh, Episode one was obviously the introductions, a little bit about us and how we're all failed footballers. Uh, We didn't quite make it that far. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) He
1: still thinks he uh, can.
0: What
2: what we are is is those guys that have... uh, the, the chip on the shoulder, about I could have.
0: You know? <laughs> was it wasn't for that. I like it. Uh, and episode two was the energy is everything episode and how fitness generates life's energy. Any takeaways, or is that it? <laughs> that's the takeaway, right? That's... I think it, it captures that. I think hopefully, you know, t- to the listeners who have
2: been with us and, and listened to them, all the, all the shows in order, there's a there's a journey that we're that we're trying to take on in this first season and you know it, it starts with that concept of fitness generates life's energy so I think if someone's listening to this and they're you know they're in a rut in a in a bad place stuck in a hole you know getting depressed stress or whatever it might sound almost flippant to say it, but it's like get up and move go for a walk yeah. there are there are basics I think I mentioned in one of them that like, go through the basics. Do you have a consistent sleep-wake routine? Are you moving your body? Are you getting some fresh air? Are you getting some nourishment in your body, you know, in terms of what you eat? And I think if you're not doing that, what a place to start, because you've got so much on the table that you can yeah. just start to feel a little bit mm-hmm. better, and it doesn't need to be You a, don't have a to do all effort. of those at once. No. no. <laughs> no. So you, you just pick, pick one. Something. Yeah, pick, pick something. Yeah, pick something to start. And, uh, yeah, like, it's not open for debate that this stuff works. It's, you know, it's, it's proven that, you know, just yeah. look after yourself
0: a little bit better if you can and, and you'll get the rewards. Yeah, absolutely. And that leads us into episode number two, which was the journey is the goal. It's episode three, baby. Episode three, that's what I said. That leads us to episode three, which was the journey is the goal. So this,
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I guess on that theme, it, it doesn't need to be all or nothing, which is what, what everybody typically yeah. or most people do when they first try to get into fitness they, they feel like they have to do you know meet a certain standard i think yeah. i think lizzie said it in her story didn't she about yeah. she almost um, had
0: to be good to go to the gym yeah i right?
2: yeah. good enough to go to the gym which which is uh you know people talk about getting in shape to go to the gym and it's it's a real shame mm-hmm. and i think one thing liz learned when she when she came in she mentioned in that first strategy session one thing we try to do here is is make it doable make it achievable right from day one to, to build the confidence
1: yeah many I, wins i can do this yeah small steps small steps so it,
2: it doesn't need to be everything you know i think we spoke later on about the nutrition you don't need to overhaul your entire diet you can pick one aspect work on one skill you know you can start moving by just taking steps to walk um,
1: it's just consistently doing something over time and not having that stop start cycle
2: yeah and i think the other thing big important point from that show was, fitness is an infinite game. Yeah. There is no end. Yeah. Liz again mm-hmm. reinforced this point. She says I, it's not like I'm going to be there for a year and then complete Correct. it. Yeah, yeah. There's always yeah. something next. So therefore, your approach, you want to pick something that you can sort of keep doing. And you enjoy. Know, you might change. Yeah, yeah I abs- enjoyment in it. Said the people when they come into the gym like you're not always necessarily gonna be into you know, lifting weights or doing the type of exercise we do here. Maybe, maybe you do this for a year and then you go and take up badminton or you get involved in, in something else, but accept that you've always got to do something. You know, We spoke about walking the dog, human, mm-hmm. human animals need, need movement.
0: Yeah, and another thing Liz had mentioned was that she, she had obviously built these habits for the down days and she also said that they were normal, that you have to expect these. So that was episode four, if I remember right, episode four. <laughs> uh, and that was stuff that was normal. And demotivation, not feeling good, not being bothered to go and train. That's fine. Preparing and for it's your it's worst normal. self. Yeah, preparing yeah. for your worst self. And what a few great tips on that episode. They were, Mike. <laughs> oh, you see, I doesn't like that, does he? Not- <laughs> hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting the question. The, Either were we. Well, I,
2: I think just to, to go back a little step is when you realise it's an infinite game, then there's a recognition is it cannot always be perfect conditions. No. Because, you know, everybody knows life happens. There's ups and downs. There's turmoil. Again, a few good examples from Liz in, in her life. So preparing for that worse version of you, accepting not even just accepting that there are going to be harder times, but like recognizing them as, as normal and as part of the journey. And so I think the tools we shared were implementation intentions. We call them if-then plans. So if, still, I've still not learned to say that. <laughs> if Liz spoke about uh, when when her puppy Benjamin came along. Mm-hmm. So if I'm getting a new puppy and I need to put everything on hold, well, then I'm going to lean on my habits a little bit more to still have that structure. I'm gonna make sure after a, after a break from the gym, it's the first thing is to get back in. I, I always know after like a holiday or a yeah, little yeah. break from the gym, that
0: first session back is the key.
1: It's so important.
0: The longer you wait, yeah, the harder, the harder it, it gets. gets. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Another thing Liz mentioned was bringing her gym kit in before <laughs> she came to work. So you know, if she brings her gym kit in, then she's more likely to come in and train. Well,
1: she has to come back. Yeah, in. she has to
0: come back because her stuff's in. Yeah. Yet. And that and do you know what
2: she said that? Do you know? So even if I'm walking home from work and it's raining and I've had a bad day and I'm tired, I have to go in. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's, she's played a game on herself. Yeah. Um, and a, it's some a good way of putting it sometimes is set up a game you can win.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know. And I think. Uh, well,
1: she couldn't lose that because every time she walks home, she walks past the gym, so she has to yeah. walk through that door.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Great example. Mm-hmm. The other one was the W L W L when think, life I think we started list. calling it Wibble. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that, yeah. that Is that one. where we were at that point? Like sliddles, <laughs> sliddles and Yeah when, when life works list In short Think of a time when life has works. worked <laughs> So a time when you felt On track with your health and fitness Hopefully there, there is a time that you can think of Like that And then consider what were the Three to five most simple Most basic things you were doing That helped things work and the sort of things we often hear are stuff like doing the food shop.
1: Shopping, yeah, moving on a daily basis.
2: Making sure you get some sleep. Yeah, scheduling your workouts. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think a,
1: a good one as well, well, personally, I don't think I mentioned this in the last one, but it's preparing the next day yeah. by writing it down on a piece of paper, just knowing what you're doing yeah, um, and ticking it off. It's always always nice.
0: You, you always say, Mike, schedule it in and do it anyway. Uh, yeah, one of your favourites yeah stole that from
2: someone else as well. <laughs> plan it in and do it anyway plan it in and do it anyway yeah there's, there's a you know, there's another line that, that stolen from someone else that to be fair I don't, I don't use this one too often because it sounds sometimes lacking in, in empathy but it, it's adults make a plan and stick to it children do what feels good yeah and okay that, that might sound a little bit harsh a little bit like tough love but I think you know schedule in I think it's, we can fool ourselves so easily, our brains fool ourselves, you know, and I think a simple way for, for anyone who does exercise, I can almost, I can almost guarantee you'll have had this experience when you're really tired and you nearly didn't do your workout. You, you know, your brain was convincing you not to do it.
1: You were in a battle. Yeah,
2: the, the, you, you may be battled for, <laughs> for 45 minutes <laughs> yeah. and you're like, okay, here I go. And you go in and have a, an amazing session. Yeah. And... And you're like, geez, I almost...
0: So glad I did that. Yeah, yeah. And I
2: almost <laughs> skipped it. And But your brain was telling you everything. You know, there's the, the book, The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield. He he sort of personifies this idea of resistance as this force. So whenever you're trying to move from, from like a, you know, in a positive direction, there's this weird sort of force, resistance, that mm-hmm. kind of holds you back. And I remember he, he said something like, resistance will will argue like the best lawyer in the land. Yeah. Agreed. It'll, it'll, <laughs> it'll point a gun at you like a, a, a stick-up artist or whatever, and, and it'll say anything to get a deal. And as soon as you make the deal with resistance, it'll double-cross you as soon as your back is turned. So when you, you decide, I'm going to... That's so good. You know, so it's like, oh, you deserve a day off from your workout today. You're too tired. Or there's not enough time. Don't do it. Yeah, you take it off, and then... Would you take it off for? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. What is that for? Like, and I'm a mistake. Yeah. And you know what's a really interesting thing? So I've said like your brain can fool yourself. You know, you, you, can, you can get fooled by your own brain. But it's the, the smarter you are, the more you can fool yourself. Yeah. Because the smarter you are, you can make even better arguments <laughs> and even better justifications about why. Not to do your workout today, or why not this, or why not that? But again, that when you do that, resistance double crosses you again. So, um,
1: I'll be having words, my resistance, <laughs> <No>
2: resistance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's sometimes it's it's good, you know, it, it's like the the other quite famous book, The Chimp Paradox, yeah, yeah, you know, like almost, almost treating it as. I know you brain or you? chimp or, How you know, you give doing? it a name. <laughs> I know what's going on here. You're just trying to convince I see me what's yeah, happening. Yeah, realize it. Um, but I understand that I can feel a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. Huh? I can feel a little bit below par or stressed out or whatever, but I can follow through anyway because that's, that's surface emotion. And what I'm talking about is, is my values. Like I used to say, I'm, I'm the sort of person that gets my work at down done or am I not? Yeah.
0: I think uh, Stephen Stephen Pressfield wrote a few good ones. He wrote The Turning Pro, and he talks about this, the difference between an amateur and a pro, is that the the professional turns up and does it anyway, even though conditions aren't perfect. They know they just need to build that consistency on it, where the amateur thinks everything has to be perfect in order to do it. So just building that consistency in things, which kind of leads us into uh, exercise number five? (laughs) Episode number five, (laughs) which
2: was... Coach
1: mode. (laughs) Just getting started with exercise. Can, can
2: I just, actually, I just want to pull back on that, that turning pro point because there was a bit from Lizzie's story or maybe I should have saved that till we talk more about that episode. But, and, and I remember it, you know, not just from her story, but from when it happened is she said that when she, when she broke her ankle and it was almost like that was the moment she turned pro Yeah. Mm-hmm. because, because she'd, that was the first real big sort of setback she'd had. So, go yeah, ahead.
0: it felt it felt to me. You listened to the story that she didn't dwell on it. She used it as an opportunity to focus on other things. Yeah, and and then it's when it all
1: came together for her though. She didn't realise that she had to fall back on that. It was there for her to fall back on.
0: Yeah, so I th- think the the
2: point is like when when life's okay. It's easy to see why, you know, you can get, Liz spoke a lot about getting into the habits and the routine, routines that made life work for her. And so when you're in that flow, great. And then she had this experience where like her world was shaken and it's like, oh no, what's going to happen? And then she realized that actually, she could, much, of, much of the habit and routine, okay, she couldn't exercise in the same way, but much of the other things, the sleep, she spoke about the food stuff, she could keep doing. And, keep and stepping forward with, mm-hmm. and and yeah, and and so there was this period of. I don't I don't know the 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 exact word, but where she was shaken up, her world was shaken up by this injury, and then there was a realization that actually. I don't need conditions to be perfect in order for me to still sort of stay on track at least to some extent, yeah. and then there was something else that happened after, Um maybe it was with the dog Tizzy. or maybe it was something else w- grieving, where, it. it she didn't go through that same... She wasn't shaking it up as much about it. Because she knew she had something to she knew, focus she, on. Mm-hmm. she could... It didn't need to be perfect. And mm-hmm. I think that's the difference between the beginner. The beginner is the all-or-nothing person who feels that I need perfect conditions and I need, like Liz said, to be at a certain level yeah. in order to do this. Whereas the person who's turned pro or who's developing, they realise that actually imperfect conditions are inevitable, but... I can wait. I think Liz even said this. I can scale back. Uh-huh. I, I might not be doing gym work. This level yeah. of that activity, but I can scale it back and I can keep going at mm-hmm. least to some extent. I think that was that was an important it's point important. to reinforce. Yeah. yeah.
0: So just moving on to the the fifth episode, which was getting started with exercise. Again, some there were some good tips and tricks in there. Do you remember a few of the, Those. Just move. Move a yeah. little bit. Get started. Baby steps. Yeah.
1: Um, what go was on. the other one? Baby steps.
0: I think we had four.
1: Yeah, had four. four. Um, doability. Make um, it doable. The matrix.
2: Yeah. So, impact versus doability. Yeah. I think that was the first one. So, whatever you're doing, make it doable. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not necessarily be as high an impact activity because there's no point in doing the perfect thing if, if, you can't do if it, it lasts day. a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so consistency over intensity. Number two, yeah, let's let's move, move more.
1: Yeah, move more. So, go out for a walk, put in an eye. I um, an iPod. <laughs> well,
0: not heard that in a while. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Other, other, Put in some music, just take, <laughs> music <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, uh, just take a step out the
0: front door. Yeah, just take a step out
1: the front door. Walking. Walking yeah. is
0: underrated. Underrated. Uh, uh, not over. Underrated. <laughs> <laughs> not over. Uh, uh, number three was learn some basic movement patterns. Yeah. So 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 number two,
2: I think. Distinguishing between movement and exercise. So mm-hmm. if if you are a little bit intimidated about getting started with exercise, just move more. Yeah, just move more. So walking, stretching, and then if you oh. do want to take that step in exercise, and it's not the default of running, nothing wrong with yeah. running or or any of the other cardio options. But a great place is learning the basic movement patterns because that opens up a world of exercises mm-hmm. that you can do
0: yeah. safely. So, you, even if that means sort of just getting a coach just to run you through the patterns so you know them safely foundations of it, yeah, yeah foundations yeah. is quite good mm-hmm. and then number four should we should we mention what the patterns are again oh yeah the patterns yeah fancy.
1: so um squatting so basically sitting down and standing up uh hinging bending over and uh pushing and pulling and programs. that's
2: that's typically i guess we can say in the in the strategy session that we have at akr which is a free initial session that, that people come down they get to meet us see the facility but that's mm-hmm. that's typically what you do is you, yeah. you, Take coach, people them in the gym and that. coach them through that. Coaching th- through those the, basic movements.
1: Those basic movements. So when they have their first session, they've got an understanding of them, and then we build from there.
2: And everyone can do them, and yeah. everyone can learn them on the on the first day. Yeah. yeah it's simple, simple stuff. But mm-hmm. I think
1: really most important. Most
2: people, everybody, benefit from a little bit of coaching, and and what what they get is they get they get more from their exercise mm-hmm. from doing that. I think.
1: Yeah and the fourth one environment, if environment i remember and social support yeah. yeah so finding a place or a thing that you enjoy and maybe getting a wee training buddy
2: yeah training buddy again liz uh, liz was pretty strong on i think when the last question you asked there was the do something you're you're passionate about yeah. so that, that that ties into environment stuff like again so many people trying to stick to some sort of exercise regime that actually they don't like you know, and, mm-hmm. th- and that doesn't bode well on the in-
0: impact versus doability scale either. Yeah, um,
1: I mean, you're not going to last long doing you know? are yeah. Yeah. So put no. yourself.
0: It's almost, it's almost the same with like, you know, di- diets that rely on deprivation and all this different notion of right. You can't have this. It's going to fail sooner or later mm. when you no longer want to deprive yourself of it. It's and that's that's kind of that's that impact and doability again. Mm-hmm. You, you can run if you run everything through that impact and doability matrix. You're going to find things wrong. You'll soon find
1: out what's right and yeah.
0: what's
1: not. I think, do
2: you know what? Just to, to latch on to that, there's a, there's, a, there's a theme in fitness that has frustrated me for a long time. And it's this idea that in order to get, and, and we're not talking about athletes or whatever, you know, we're talking about the sort of people that we train here as, you know, regular people just looking to, to feel a bit better, have a bit more energy in their without, life.
0: Without being a health freak
2: without being a health freak and and that's the that's the point because this is, there's this idea that the path to being fit and healthy is through sacrificing and stressing and mm-hmm. suffering all the time and that's like that's the thing it's like oh dragging yourself to the gym to feel you know inadequate and do some sort of workout you hate and getting a sweat on yeah. doing some sort of sacrificial diet where you you swear off chocolate and alcohol and you you know you you're stuffing raw celery and carrot sticks <laughs> down your A you whole know. lettuce <laughs> <laughs> lettuce and tomato sauce too. but you know what I mean I think that's that's what we're, we're we're trying to say is like rather than the sprint through that see who can suffer the most for the shortest period of time to get the most dramatic result for the holiday it's like let's let go of all that stressing and suffering and sacrificing let's try and make it easier easier to show up, more enjoyable, smaller steps, but far, far more sustainable. So that, you know, like Liz, six Mm -hmm. years
0: later, you're still on the horse and you're actually- Through all lights,
1: peaks and troughs as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That brings us to episode six, which was kind of a similar conversation that we're having Mm -hmm. now. But rather than talking about exercise, we spoke about nutrition, which we gave some, some useful tips for that. Number one, number one was choose better, <laughs> choose better labels we did it we did it in a different order last time lindsey said that it threw me off it's like the-
2: choose better yeah. labels so rather than the the good and bad dichotomy you know splitting the food moralizing the food consider the properties that the food actually has. So how calorie dense, how nutrient dense, how satiating and how enjoyable Mm -hmm. is the food. Satiating. And looking at the the overall context. So I think zooming out is a good point in that because people zoom right into Mm -hmm. one particular food and say, is this good or bad? Yeah. And we're going to say zoom out, but not even just to that one meal, not even necessarily to that one day, but what's the context of your week? In your week, Mm -hmm. there's scope to have. You know, for yeah. most people, most active people, scope that, enjoy. I think some. that's
1: a really important point because people do just zone in on the day or the meal and then that's where the labels come from, like you're yeah. saying. So zooming all the way out and actually taking the bigger picture. Okay, I know what this my week looks like and I can have that there and I can have this here and I won't have that because I know that I'm going out for dinner. And it's, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a madness to think you've had one square of chocolate. So even though you've eaten nothing but vegetables and, and mm-hmm. you know, nutritious foods, mm-hmm. And you've maybe had you know fifteen hundred calories overall. Madness to think that, right? That's it. It's all blown, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. But that's, and and I don't mean that you know in a disparaging way because no. that's where I was, mm-hmm. and that's that's where people are with it. Yeah. Um, Point number two.
1: Eat in specific meal windows.
2: Eat consistent I... times. Yeah. yeah. Consistent meal times, just to to give a bit of structure.
0: Have you you? When we when we spoke about this, I didn't ask it. I kind of it blew past me, but. Have you both experienced this benefit of eating in in meal times? Like you've experienced it personally. Have you experienced it talking to yeah, members during yeah, the not and personally,
1: things? but I think it like I said, it works really well. Um, if you are working with somebody that doesn't eat for the entire day or is, you know, chaotic with their eating. It just gives them that section, okay, this you can eat here, yeah. not here. You can eat here, not here, and it gives a bit of the structure of the day.
0: Just a quick would you Do you recommend sort of maybe setting an alarm on your phone or just sort of writing down the the actual times? Like, is there... How do you make that easier? I always recommend
1: putting it in the calendar. So, like, you can... You know, we all look at our calendars every day. um, And if you do use a calendar, that 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 is... Yeah, just so it's there. You can see it's lunch.
2: I I think the the important point, certainly for me, is not to make it feel rigid or feel like a rule. Mm -hmm. Because, like with diets, um, you know, when people feel controlled sooner or later they rebel and so if i had an alarm that said i have to eat now i'm probably going to rebel against that yeah. i know what i'm like yeah. <laughs> but it's just like
0: don't tell me what to do <laughs> exactly i'm not eating yeah. i'm not eating at all today <laughs> yeah, you know i'm just
2: not going to eat just you know but like so i think having just again it's just the the, the one about being an adult is just having like okay well i'm going to eat my breakfast roughly at this time my lunch roughly at this time you know it could be a, yeah. a, a window because you know maybe a meeting comes up or whatever mm-hmm. and my evening meal and if you don't want to eat breakfast fine don't eat breakfast but you're still at some point breaking your fast there is a first yeah. meal of the day mm-hmm. you know that's so
0: technically a breakfast it's technically <laughs> yeah. even if it's later on
2: but but you know so it's, it's just it's it's not about the, the, the details or the magic of a certain time that you're going to eat it's just planning so that you've got some structure rather than being really haphazard and, and grazing all throughout the day or, you know, picking up random things. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, tip number three was practice skills, not diets. That was a, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Spoke about how, well, I spoke about when I was learning guitar. You know, if I didn't practice that that week, then right, I just didn't practice it that week. I, and then when I started practicing again, I didn't forget everything, and I just picked up where I, I left off. Uh, any experiences on that? Thoughts?
1: think with the the skill practice, again, just working with members over the years, putting in, you know, setting a, a clock to see, oh, how long does it actually take me to eat a meal rather yeah. than rush through it, and the next thing you know, you've overeaten. Just tune so, in. So, yeah, tune just in. tune in, yeah, tune into your body, listen to your body. Do you need to eat more? Probably not.
2: Yeah. I, th- I think the, the bigger picture on this is that everything is a skill, you know, and, and I think when you can, it's... It's the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. Yeah. So let's take drawing, right? I might not be the world's best drawer right now, and okay, I never will be, but <laughs> can I improve at drawing? Well, yeah, and maybe if I got a teacher and put in X amount of practice a few times a week, I, I could improve in mm-hmm. that. And I think when you can consider so much of health and wellness a skill, then you can be far more self-compassionate with yourself. You know, it's not like I'm a loser because I can't do this or I'm always, or even like behaviors around food, like you can change, you can change Mm -hmm. and you can improve and you can practice and you can work on it. And I think as much as the practice is important, it's the mentality shift of of that, you know, that self-compassionate way of, okay, I recognize I'm, I'm pretty poor at eating the right amount of food at the end of the day when I'm tired. Okay, like, well, what can I do? Do I need to eat a bit more at lunchtime? Mm-hmm. Uh, do I need to come up with other ways? Do I need to practice the skill of tuning in and realizing I'm not hungry? I'm lonely at that yeah. point, or I'm or I'm fed up, or you know. Yeah. And, and another one, Liz. Liz said at the end, I think she said like, identifying areas. What was her her points she would give to to someone? One was do what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And the other one was- areas that you need to work on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And And then work with it. And and you can improve it stuff. I think that's the, one thing which is a bit crazy, we've never actually mentioned what AKR stands for, but it stands, (laughs) it's an acronym, (laughs) just a little mantra and it stands for always keep reaching and it just sums up this this growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And if you can go around your your life and consider absolutely everything a skill, that means you can practice and improve it, it, all of it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, point number four was—I think it was my favorite one—it was eat like an adult. But we kind of switched it. It was eat like a child or eat like <laughs> a, eat like a child. You're errors. Your,
1: Feed yourself eat, like a child. Eat
0: like an <laughs> eat like an adult. Um, As if you were a child. You're looking after. <laughs> <at me>. yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: making sure you yeah uh, you're you're being clever. You're not you're not being crazy. You know you can have some sweets when you want some sweets. You want not have sweets all day. You won't allow a kid to have sweets all day you're an adult. You, you know, you make that executive decision. Any yeah. other thoughts on that I one? I think
1: just looking at it as a balanced meal on the yeah. plate. Like, look at the, look at the plate and is it what you want to put in your body? Would you feed that to your child? Is That's it helpful a, I, or I, unhelpful? I t- I'll
2: tell you a little, a little anecdote on this one. <laughs> I remember, you know, I, I probably was, at least by age, an adult at this time. I remember I was, I was living at home and I was feeling really unwell, burnt out or, you know, something. And I'd gone in and like poured myself this like, made this bowl, this monstrosity, And there was like, there was like cereal. And I think I had biscuits and I put honey on top. And I was like, you, you know, know. I know what i have having for lunch. <laughs> I just like, you know, like I feel dreadful. And I just, oh. I just put something together. And my mom came, to, I, you know, I had, the, I had the spoon in the bowl, just, to, you know, pulling up to my face. And my mom's like, Michael. What are you doing? There's some homemade soup in the fridge. You know, you'll feel better. <laughs> you know, and yeah. and that's the point. It's like the realising that. Yeah, and, and I remember you know lifting the spoon up to mouth and going. Yeah. Damn it, <laughs> right? I'll you have know? that for my pudding. I've got the option to be an adult here, and
1: yeah.
2: I think you said on one of them, Jace, It's like at any point you can say, "Well, here's where I'm at." But what's the next best thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe you've overeaten, or maybe you've skipped your workout, or had a bad day.
0: What's the next best thing? Can, do. can I go for a walk now? Can I eat an apple? Can I, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then we, we rounded it off with, with Lizzie. Lizzie Lizzie's, a, Lizzie's a breath of fresh air. She's a whirlwind. She she had some super great points in there. I mean, if anything, just listen to that uh, interview with her and you'll, you'll get a lot of benefit.
1: It Any, just pulled it all together, yeah. really. Everything that we've said um, throughout all the, all the podcasts. And I really enjoyed the... Scaffolding analogy oh, yeah, It was incredible yeah. that she's built these habits up and when she feels in life that it's not quite going the way she wants to she just, she just leans on, on you know these habits that she's built over time and it just felt so good and to hear that and they
0: were just the basic stuff for her that just, yeah. that just yeah. kept her automatic walking eating yeah. bedtime routine mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I think
2: like part of the reason I mean I'm sure it will be obvious to the listener but part of the reason we asked Liz on was because she's she's been on this journey that we've described Mm -hmm. in season one and she's like she's taken all the steps that that we're talking about and she kind of embodies it all but you know she's not a unique case and I think you know as we continue this Mm -hmm. we'll we'll get more members on to sort of share their journeys
0: there'll be there'll be differences but also I think a lot of similarities yeah absolutely that's that's it for season one uh, I'd like to thank you Mike first for allowing the podcast and for being on our show Lindsay I want to thank you as well for joining me and you know helping me make fun of Mike <laughs> it's been a pleasure being the podcast with you both hopefully in season two what have we got to look forward to
2: I think we'll we'll get some some more members mm-hmm. on we'll maybe dive deeper into some of the skill practices um, and share a yeah. bit
0: more on that there you go folks that's it again thank you for listening thank you for sharing if you've got any questions for us we'd, we'd love to we'd love to hear them do we have a, an email address we can
2: yeah I think by the time this airs we will um, <laughs> just let, let's go with podcast at akrfitness.com so yeah. any questions
0: comments topics anything like that drop us an email we, we will get to them it might not be straight away but we will mm-hmm. we will get to them we'll, we'll definitely give them an answer on I was going to say live on air but <laughs> we'll get an answer to we'll them. respond we'll respond so don't feel discouraged if it's not your question wasn't answered in the first episode the yeah I think we'll just wrap that's it up it. there that's yeah. it so thank you again folks for listening if you got it this far thank you so much please like share review rate us tell a friend tell a friend <laughs> phone a friend smile to a friend and we'll see you in season two see ya
1: bye